This podcast is proud to be part of the TalkSport Fan Network. TalkSport. Powered by fans. And there it is. That's as good as it gets on this stage. Nissan Townstar EV strikes again. It's an unstoppable van. Unstoppable! Look, just fantastic. You can actually see the ProPilot technology in action. Effortless parallel parking. It moves with all the confidence that comes with a five-year warranty. And with a bench full of all-star van experts, there's real strength in depth here. That's all-star quality. Search Nissan Townstar EV and visit your local all-star van centre to see for yourself. Terms and conditions apply. Five years or 100,000 miles, whichever comes first. ProPilot is an advanced driver assist technology. Driver's responsibility to stay alert, drive safely, and control vehicle at all times. Now's the time to save 30% on wedding jewelry. Only on BlueNile.com. Make sure your wedding ring is the one with your pick of diamond and lab-grown diamond bands. All hand-finished and graded for excellence. Or surprise her with something blue she'll love for life, like a stunning pair of sapphire earrings. Blue Nile's jewelry experts are available 24-7 to help, from fit questions to style advice. Right now, get up to 30% off at BlueNile.com. BlueNile.com. This podcast is part of the Sports Social Podcast Network. Good evening, everybody, from me and from Mini-Me here. How the devil are you? I was getting so excited then. I saw the scores on the doors, Miss Ford. 1-0 to Marseille, Tottenham losing. Seven minutes of injury time. Whistle went. I thought, that's it. They are out of the Champions League. It's only bloody half-time, isn't it? That is the story of my life. Peaking early, getting excited before I should do. My wife always used to tell me off for that. Good evening, it's Lester's Lodi TV. How the devil it's are you? It's time! Strap yourself in. Because we're set up, switched on, and ready to go. You are watching and listening to Chris and Lester Tonight Die TV on YouTube and your favorite podcasts.
Till I Die TV. Your first choice for everything Leicester City. Tune in and join in now. And now, here's your host. All right, Chris. 19 days. 19 days until you'll see me dressed up like this guy to the World Cup. Can you believe it? And I thought I'd get into the spirit of things there. Thanks to Dan for helping me out with that. Uh, I think it I think it rather suits me, don't you? World Cup, 20th of November, it kicks off. Thursday, the 17th of November, we've got the World Cup shirt show. God, I've got to get I've got to practice saying that between now and then. When <laughs> myself and Doug, you all know Doug. Uh, we will be judging the home and away kits of all, oh, and there's some bad ones. Believe you me, there are some bad ones. Friday, the 18th of November, again at nine o'clock, it's the World Cup quiz. So, Friday, the 18th of November, it's the World Cup quiz, and it's the home nations. Do you remember the home nations? I was about to say something and realised then that I've actually got it as one of the questions, so I can't say anything. Uh, we're going to have a Scottish fan a Welsh fan, a Northern Irish fan, and an English fan. And we're going to be having World Cup questions. And believe me, I've struggled with Northern Ireland and Wales. I really, really have. Um, we've obviously, it's the prediction show. So thanks very much for joining us. Get your predictions into the chat as we go through them and let us know. I will predict one thing now. Liverpool are going to lose. I mean, come on. They've had they had one job, one job, Doug, as I, as I was calling him. They needed to beat Nottingham Forest for us. What did they do? And then, like a Bond villain, it got even worse. Two job, Doug. Two job, Doug, and losing to Leeds. And I had to sit through both of those. Oh, and they've got Spurs at the weekend. Mind you, the way Spurs are playing now, that might go very well. Will you do this for me, please? Uh, we've actually I was actually three away from my target of 1.5 thousand before the World Cup. I've had two people unsubscribed, so I'm back to five away. If you haven't subscribed to the channel, Lester Till I Die TV, please go over, give us a subscribe. It means an awful lot. Um, let's bring him in. You all know him, you all loved him. It was if he wasn't flying down the wing, he was swimming down it. Steve, good evening, sir. How are you? On point, thanks, matey, and good evening to everybody who's watching. Uh, you must be rather happy half time. Not as happy as I was when I thought it was full time. But Marseille won, Tottenham nil. Tottenham could be out of the Champions League. I'll be even happier at full time, mate. Even happier. Yes. We will keep an eye on that for you and see how that is going. But apparently they are not playing very well at all. Um, Rangers are 2-0 down to Ajax at half-time and Liverpool and Napoli are drawing 0-0. I thought it was quite easy to score against Napoli. <laughs> wasn't, it, uh, wasn't it, Brad? Well, it was. Yeah, it was. Although, saying that, we, we picked up as many points as Liverpool are at the moment against Napoli as well. But it, it, it is nice, isn't it? When when you sat there in 17th after a really bad start to the season, it's hopefully starting to turn that corner. It's amazing how different it looks. I mean, we're sat here in the 17th going, well, three, three, you know, we're keeping clean sheets. We were unlucky against Man City, but we're 17th. Then you look at Liverpool fan and anyone thinks someone had pressed the red panic button there. 
They're losing games. They can't beat Fulham. They can't beat Brighton. They can't beat anybody. No. Uh, no. And they can't beat teams who want them to beat, which is no, like no, the one, one guarantee. All mortgages have been lost in the last two weeks back betting them on Liverpool <laughs> to well, win. Exactly, exactly. Terry's in. Good evening, Terry. Uh, yeah, Andy Pumpkin in. Ah, uh, uh, that was a classic. I've got to say, hats off to the Leicester City marketing team who put together an all-time Leicester Halloween eleven. And of course, we were managed by Sven. What was it, Sven Bull Eriksson? I think it was. Um, and check under the bed for uh, Peter Check for the goalkeeper was in ours. We had one mixcloud.com forward slash LTID radio. We did a Halloween special last night. All the music was scary music. That's all. That's correct. It was we've got the whole world in our hands by the Knotts Forest Football Club. <laughs> but it was all scaring me. It was great. We had a laugh. Uh, and talking of uh, we've got the whole world in the hands. Good evening, um, Luke. How the devil are you? Welcome along, sir. Welcome along. Uh, Damari Gray comes back to haunt us. Not if the Everton fan that I've been speaking to is anything to go by because he's pretty much doing for Everton what he did with, with us, which was good, bad, good, bad, shake it all about. Steve, a question for you. Out of the three mm -hmm. of us here that are sort of in, in the room doing this show, as we do you know, every week, is there one person you would say that generally is a bit more confident than the other two? Oh, flipping heck, all the time, mate, all the time. You know him and I know him, and he's always, you know, late or disappearing or whatever. And he's he's yeah. always, you know, saying how he's leading the the the, uh, the table, and he is still leading the table. But I just want to have a look at this, and it's good for you, this Steve. But I just want to show this was last week's results, guys. Now you will see there that Steve came top with six. Uh, well done, Steve. You actually you, were the, you got the one gold uh, three-pointer there that any of us got. I actually somehow managed to scrape four. Now, what did Brad get? Let's have a look. Um, <laughs> oh, he got one point. Laugh <laughs> well, it up, lads, because there's, there's one thing I like to throw back at this, and this is the one thing I've always said, and it's coming, it's coming right in my favour. You can give me all the stats that you like. It's the points on the board that matters. And what's that little number at the bottom saying? Who's winning that tally, guys? That would yeah, be but it's me, getting tighter and tighter. Uh, like... yeah, but, yeah, but you see, you see, I did this last year. In fact, last year I went one better. I went a whole week without getting a point, and I still came out on top. And that time I had to claw it back. This time I've done it to you, and I'm still in front. I'll make it up to you this week. Don't worry, lads. I'm back can I just properly. say thank you very much because... What you have managed to do there is save me the disgrace of being the person that's got the one point in a week. Yeah, I know, all right. Okay, that's about as good as I could do in a defence. That's all I had to thank it up with. It's last season's win, and I'll be a Forest fan for that one in and live for my past glories. Well, I'll exactly. sound like one of last week you went for a Nottingham Forest draw. I told you. I know. I gave them more than anything. I think. I think they did against Liverpool. Me, you know. I know. Well. I, I, I thought they'd, after Liverpool, I thought they'll get something. Then I realised it's just Liverpool being shit this year. Yeah, yeah basically, it is just <laughs> Liverpool are shit. Um, well, you'll probably go, for, knowing you, you'll probably go for a, a Forest win this week. Uh, but let's just have a look at 
what games we've got to look forward to this week. Um, we've got Leeds will be hosting Bournemouth. Uh, Man City will be hosting Fulham. Forest at home to Brentford. That could be a tight game, but uh, I'm sure, Luke, that Brad will put you down for a win. Wolves hosting Brighton. And then the Saturday evening kickoff. Clots have gone back, so one of the floodlights we Everton are hosting ourselves. Uh, and then on the Sunday, Chelsea-Arsenal, which should be a good game. Um, Unai Emery's return to the Premier League as Villa host Man United. Uh, Southampton host Newcastle. Uh, West Ham Palace in the uh, other London derby. And Spurs, well... Liverpool might not just turn up because they haven't turned up for the last two games. So you never know. You never know. But let's have a look and let us go into this week. Let me just line everything up here. Can I just say, by the way, guys, we have no VAR. VAR has been disbanded. So we haven't got any VAR if you come out with any strange results. But <laughs> you never yet. Steve has a knowing hmm there. <laughs> we might have something uh, instead. Uh, Steve, as always, we will come to you first. Leeds United hosting Bournemouth. Uh, I didn't see that coming last week. I don't think that probably the Leeds directors didn't see that coming last week. Um, somehow managing to, uh, to 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 get the three points at, at Liverpool. Uh, I mean, they're still they're, they're, you know well they've gone up to fifteenth now, uh, one place behind Bournemouth, who are falling down the league. Yeah, I think um, you know you, you look at Leeds United, and they've been a bit like your Southamptons and a bit like um, your Brimpens. That you don't know which league is turning up, but they always like. They always like give you a hard game, and I think um, the result now against Liverpool is going to um, push them on a bit, give them a yeah. bit of confidence. So um, I say two nil leads this week. Yeah, I'm going to go two nil to Leeds. Oops, there we go, Brad. I mean, as, as we look at it here, Leeds they've beaten Liverpool, but they lost to Fulham. They lost to us. They lost to Arsenal. They lost to Palace. They needed that more than anything. Bournemouth, since that 9-0, the manager had done a great job, hadn't lost. But they've now lost their last um, last three. And they haven't actually won since they beat us 2-1. So they haven't won in, in four games. Are the wheels coming off Gary O'Neill's wagon? I've said it before and I'll say it again. That um, you can only have an interim assistant manager. So I am just writing these down so I can keep track of my own predictions. Don't worry. I'll be on in a second. Um, but in terms of Brighton, they've just managed to balance the ship a little bit, haven't they? A good, good result for them the weekend. But you have to appoint a manager at, at Bournemouth. I don't understand why they haven't, or at least given it him even if they do a Wolves and give it him until 2023, I'd mm -hmm. just make a goddamn appointment. I'm sure now that the wheels are sort of coming off a bit, you, you kind of want that stability in the dressing room because um, yeah. that doesn't help either. So they need to make an appointment. But for all that I've just said about what they need to improve on, it's Leeds United, Soccer Ball FC. It's going to be 3-0 Bournemouth. 
Serious? Yeah, I just don't like Leeds. You know, I don't. I don't. Well, not Leeds per se. I don't like their manager. I don't rate their manager, and he, he's had a lucky. Yeah, he's he's had he's had his boost, but we saw what happened to the team in red one after that happened. So Leeds go back to normal. Bournemouth to get a win. So you were going three 0 to Bournemouth. Yeah, I'd rather be wrong and say that Leeds are going to lose every game than be right and get the points on that one. Well, do you know what? I'm going to I'm going to disagree with you. Uh, and I, I'm going to sort of agree with Steve here. I think um, what whether whatever we say about Jesse March, we've got to be careful what we say because I mean, I as you know, I write for the uh, I write the Tuesday Talking Point for the BBC on their Leicester City page on the website every Tuesday, and it's on there today. And I'm actually praising uh, an American that's working for us, which is our set piece coach. 19 corners we've conceded in two games, not conceded a goal. So maybe the Americans aren't as bad as we're making out. But I've got to give credit to Jesse Marsh. You know, Forrest, they took on Liverpool. They, they, they played the game, which was what Leicester did against Man City. And I think Leeds had seen that and they went, you know, ahead and did the same. Everybody behind the ball hit them on the break. He's, he got the he got the three points. Not, not only is it going to be the boost of the win, but I think it's also the boost of the fact that it's Liverpool, and then they will now need to do what Forrest didn't do, and Forrest didn't take the advantage of having beaten Liverpool. But I think I think it is going to be three goals to nil, Brad. But I am going the other way round because I'm going three nil to Leeds because I'm sensible. Something <laughs> about it when you're supporting soccer FC. No, 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 no. That's just me. No, I don't. I don't know. At least I'm not supporting Nottingham Forest, Brad. No, I'm um, not. The one the draws well way before me. So you stop no, that was a long time ago. That's forgettable. That was matter. then. This was only last week. Um, Chris, um, Luke says Chris can't say much. He was going to predict us to win against Bournemouth before he realised he couldn't be that kind to us. Uh, Anton is in. Good evening, Ant. How the devil are you, sir? Big up, Chris. I'm here <laughs> waiting for Steve's Arsenal win prediction. Man is with you, mate. I'm sure. I'm sure there's some Arsenal fans still out there going like bloody five nil. We should have. We should have had seven. I'll tetter out. Yeah, I'm sure. Uh, Luke is going two nil to Leeds. He's agreeing with you, uh, Steve. As is Anthony. So you're on your own there with that one, Brad. Um, Second game, Steve, on the Saturday, Manchester City hosting Fulham. We made them look quite ordinary, didn't we? Yeah, and I think uh, what you've just touched on in your comments about, um, you know, Leeds and that, whatever, it's all up to Fulham. If Fulham, you know, because Fulham are starting to play some good football now and they're, they're trying mm. to play to their strengths. If they go to Man City and try and change what they've been doing, which I think they probably will do like every other team, I think that's when you take, you know, um, what you've been working on all through the season. You, you take it away and you make Man City even stronger than they, they normally are. So it all depends, to be honest, because you know how City are going to play, you know how they're going to do it. It's all about Fulham's approach now and every other team that plays against Man City. Mm. If they can stop, you know, trying to say, oh, we'll try and keep it to 1 0, 2 0, 3 0, you know, that's all got to change. You've just got to play your game and go at it. Them, and hopefully Fulham will do, but Man City at home, I think it's going to be about 
2-0 to Man City. Another 2-0. Okay, let's put that in there. I mean, Brad, I was if you'd given me that performance and that result at the start of the game, I'd have probably bitten your hand off. You know, we were restricting them to long-range shots, 15-odd shots they had, and they only got a third of those on target. Uh Wonder goal, nobody was saving. He could have had you could have had two goalkeepers, you would not have gotten to save that. Um, but Fulham, they sat there in seventh place, doing the best of the three that have got promoted. They drew with Everton, they beat Leeds, they beat Villa, they drew with Bournemouth, and they lost to West Ham. So they're unbeaten in four. Man City, I mean, you know, they beat us only just. I mean, they've got to be looking at that. They, they've got to be looking at and thinking, can we score th- over 30 goals this season? How do we only get one against Leicester? Yeah, I mean, look, you saw with how Forrest tried to match us in a way with their performance at Arsenal. It's easy knowing how to potentially stop them. It's stopping them the hard part. And yeah, the performance is one that you take at a defeat, but it's still gained with no points. It'll help the goal difference if it was only 1-0, which is the plus side to it. But you saw with with the how quickly they capitulated Forrest once they conceded. That goal mentality just, just, just makes these teams find another gear. And I think Fulham will give it a go. I don't think they'll be afraid of Man City. They're in a good position. I'd like to be knocking around in seventh place right now, I'll tell you that much. You know, yes. Uh, and I think this is free here. And I don't think they'll try and adjust like Leicester and Forrest. I think they'll give give as good as they get. Um, but I don't know if Haaland's back. Just something about him. Apparently not. Now. Anthony's saying he's still injured. Well, oh, even so, I still think they'll get the job done. Yeah. I, just because I think Fulham will go for it. And I'm going 4-2. You are going 4-2. Ooh, yeah. a goal fest. First on match of the day there. Uh, Luke's just said that Forrest, uh, Forrest Tottenham have equalised and it's 1-1. No. I know. Bloody hell. Bloody hell. For God's sake. Um, uh, who's who's? Oh, Clement Lengle has equalised on 54 minutes. That might just keep them in the, uh, in the, in the Champions League. Um, guys, I, I'm going to agree with you. Uh, I like what Fulham are doing. I thought they would struggle. I didn't think the manager would keep them up. Um, but he, he's doing a very good job. Um, but Manchester City... I mean, Mitrovic wasn't on fire at the weekend when they drew 0-0 with Everton. Um, I think... Can I see Fulham scoring? Mm. I think this might be Man City. They're at home. I'm going to go another 3 0. I'm going to go another 3 0 to Manchester City. Uh, Anthony has gone uh, 2 0 to Manchester City. And he's saying Harlan there is still injured. And Luke has gone Manchester City 3, Fulham 0. Uh, Steve, um, well, you're just confirming Marseille's score there. Uh, Talking of the aforementioned Nottingham Forest, or as we now call them, obviously, Brad's team. Um, (laughs) (laughs) Uh, I love you, Brad. Um, (laughs) I would say the feeling is mutual, but... (laughs) I mean, getting beaten by Forest, 
again, I, it, it was a bit of a free hit for Forrest. Was uh, sorry, being beaten by Arsenal was a free hit for Forrest in a, in a way. I think they were just a bit surprised at the five. I mean, I have Dave on here, who's a big Forrest fan. But he's a great Forest fan, you know. He he says it as it is, and he said he expected them to win, as uh, you know, Arsenal to win, but not by five. Uh, they beat Liverpool before that. They drew with with Brighton. Uh, they only lost one nil to Wolves. They drew with Villa. They're not they're not getting sort of stuffed every week. Oh, I mean, okay, the Arsenal one, but it's not every week, you know. And they're winning the odd game here and there, and. At the bottom of the table, nobody's been cut adrift yet. I think looking at Forest and all the signings and everything they've made, and I don't know what they do on the training ground, but I still don't think the players know each other. Um, I don't think they they can read um, what what players going to do what, and it looks a lot of confusion all the time. Mm. I think once they do start to gel and click, then you might see, you know, a different forest. But at the moment, I think they're just playing like 11 individuals. And that's the thing that they're struggling with at the most. But it's got to come to an end sometime. So, you know, I'm, I'm going to say Forrest's going to win 1-0. You're just ganging up on me now, you two, aren't you? <laughs> Come on, Steve. Don't do that to me. Brad Brad stuck the knife in. You don't have to twist it. <laughs> one 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 nil to Forest. I don't know. I thought I had friends on this show. Obviously, I don't. <laughs> uh Terry says their goal difference can gain a point. So just conceding one against Man City, a sort of half win. Well, do you know what, Brad? Funny that Terry says that. Because when you look at the goal difference for these two teams, Brentford are on minus three, Nottingham Forest are on minus 20. That could cost them come the end of the season. Do you think there will come a point, and I know a few Forest fans have said this, Luke may well have said it as well, um, where, you know, Forest suddenly do gel because they, they have got to get used to each other, but are they going to do Because, I mean, they're just about to and we're all off to the World Cup. They've got a hope, but it might come too late. I, You know, they don't want to have this... Well, in fact, Forest will want to keep this bottom half of the table as tight as possible mm. uh, because their goal difference is going to... Could could be a last day scenario where they're like the sixteenth on the same points, and then they, they, they their goal difference, you know, drops them down into the bottom three. You know, minus twenty. That's that. That's a bit ridiculous. I mean, it's all right saying it's a free hit against Arsenal. You want to do a Leicester, really? You want to lose one nil, two nil, go down fighting, yeah. go down swinging in that last twenty minutes. If you concede another one, fine. But if you get an equaliser every man for himself behind the ball sort of thing. And they just got torn apart and they looked so disjointed and, and, and they got ripped shreds. They, they were they were standing still for the majority of Arsenal's onslaught when the goal started to blow. And the pressure's going to be on them, Chris, because like, 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 um, like it was said, Terry just said there about the goal difference essentially being a point. You don't want that scenario from the end of the season and their fans will be now expecting them to play on the front foot because the draw's not really going to do them any favours. They need to start winning games to balance it out. Mm. And I think they'll try and shut out and Brentford will take advantage of that. So I'm, 
in, in aims to work the damage repair. Don't worry, I'm not as crazy as Steve. I would never dare. <laughs> I'm going for a 2 0 Brentford, Brentford win, and I'm sinking Steve's ship, leaving him on his own. <laughs> Sorry, Steve. I thought I was going to be on my own then. Um, Luke says, we love you, Steve and Brad. I think you may want to retype that one now. Um, <laughs> a, little, a little bit of me thinks Forrest might get something from this. Um, that's not my prediction, but just a little bit of me thinks they might do. Brentford... They had a great start. We know the manager's good. We want him, you know, or we did earlier in the season. Uh, but they're hitting a bad patch of form. You know, the last five, they drew with Wolves. They got stuffed by Villa. Um, but they drew with Chelsea, which was a great result. They beat Brighton, which was also a great result. Um, but they did get beaten 5-1 by Newcastle. So when they get beaten, they do tend to, to go down fighting. But I think Thomas Frank and the lads will be looking at this one, no disrespect to Forrest, but on paper, they've got to be looking at this one and thinking, yeah, we can we can get something here, you know. I don't know whether Ivan Tone is fit and going to be starting or not, um, but if Brentford don't want to get dragged in, because they're only sort of four points off the, you know, off ourselves. So, you know, if they lose this and say, for example, we win, they're, they're right in it. So... I'm going to think. I think this is going to be a tight game. Uh, I could have possibly seen Nottingham Forest getting something from it, but I, I just can't. I hate myself for what I did all that time ago. I'm going to go one nil to Brentford. I'm sorry, Luke, but you know, Steve, it's an age thing. His memory's going. <laughs> <laughs> uh, let's have a look at what everybody's saying. Anthony's gone three-one Brentford. Um, True Red, oh, he's obviously gone Forest to Brentford. Neil, respect for you for that, mate. Um, starting to get it at the wrong at the wrong time. Only two games coming to the World Cup break. Goal difference will cost us more than anything right now. I think it will. And I say, I think you're right. The more games you play, the more your players are going to get used to each other. Um, if it does go wrong and you go down, you're going to have a good squad to come back. I think you need to drop Jesse Lingard because I don't think he offers anything, if I'm honest with you. I don't think he had a particularly good game uh, when you played Liverpool. But, you know, and he does, he does say thanks a lot to you, Brad. I think that might be through gritted teeth, though. More <laughs> lightly. Oh, well, this, this, I mean, Steve, it was written in the, in the stars that Brighton were going to go, you know, host Chelsea and beat them at the weekend, wasn't it? You could... You can see that coming. Um, Wolves, I don't know what to make of Wolves. I, I, I think they're going to go down. It's really strange, you know. Uh, the last few seasons, Wolves have been solid. Not so much in um, individual games, but throughout the season, they've been, you know, hard to beat and they've been getting a lot of points from away from home. Brighton, doing well. Great run. But this is a kind of game where... You know, to me, it's going to be another draw again, and I'm going to get a, going to go for one each. Going to go one each for this one, right? Okay. Um, that that said, um, they drew one one last week with Brentford. Uh, they got beaten Wolves four 0 obviously by ourselves. They lost to Palace, 
They did manage to beat uh, Forest, and they lost to Chelsea. I mean, Brad, you were saying about Bournemouth and, and the caretaker manager. At least their caretaker manager does know how to win games. What are Wolves doing? They're looking at this and they've said, well, we'll stick with this guy till the new year. Yeah, that's that's a strange one. You look at all the people that were apparently either approached, reportedly interested, or indeed going back to the Rex in Nuno. There was a lot of rumours, and then they seemed to get rejected by the QPR board to approach their manager. And, and uh, he turned down, didn't he? Yeah. yeah. And then, uh, well, they got it's like being rejected to go to go out with someone at high school, isn't it? And they're throwing the toys out of the front, so they've gone. I know that feeling well. I know that feeling well. Yeah, so they've gone for the choice that they didn't really want, but they're stuck with, kind of, just, you know. And, I mean, points-wise, they, they're they better than Derby, aren't they? They're not They're not below 11. Um, or well, they're they? on 10 at the moment, so you'd think that they would get another two points between now and the end of the season. Well, I mean, for their, for their sake, you'd hope so, and bloody well think so, like it's a different squad. But uh, they could Honestly, come come May, they could be one of the worst teams to get relegated from the Premiership in terms mm. of points and whatever. I'd really fear for them because they're just... You can't appoint a manager in January and hope he's going to turn it around because I don't see anybody who takes you if you're 20th in the, in, in the Premiership at that point because they could be. They really mm. could be. Brighton needed that, didn't they, with this new manager? No wins, started a bit of yeah. a spiral. We remember the bad packs they had in the middle of last season, they were probably hoping to avoid that. And I think this is a perfect away game to kind of keep that up because it's Wolves, whose biggest celebration was scoring a goal at the weekend. Uh, and I'm going 2-0 Brighton because I think Wolves don't score. 2-0 to Brighton. Right. I mean, when you look at Brighton, they're not... I mean, they're... they're <laughs> I can understand Potter wanting to go because you've got to think, when is another job like that going to come come to fruition? And, you know, I was actually reading, um, as you know, I get I, I subscribe to The Athletic and there was a good, or was it on Sky? I can't remember, but I was reading about Nigel Pearson at Bristol City. And he was joking, or talk, you know, talking about his time at Bristol and you know how he, he struggled at start and now it's going his way and he's turning things around. Um, and he was joking about his time at Wolves and he said he knew what he was getting into at Wolves, but what did he have to lose? <laughs> it's true. And it's the same with Potter. He knows he's going into the lion's den, no pun intended, at Chelsea. But if it doesn't work out, he's going to walk out with a nice fat check. You know, so... I, I get why he, he has gone. Um, and unfortunately, I don't think Brighton are going to... I think they're going to struggle this season. The new guy may turn it around, but it's going to... It's hard to follow. Look, you know, look how we tried to replace uh, Jimmy Bloomfield. Then we tried to replace um, Martin O'Neill. It's difficult. And I think Brighton are going to have that problem. But what a win against Chelsea. Chelsea... Obviously, don't have problems at scoring. They just don't know which net to, to put the ball in. Uh, Manchester City beat Brighton 3-1. They could only draw with Forest. Uh, they lost to Brentford. They lost to Tottenham. Do you know what? This, for me, is going to be... I'm going to have to agree with you here, Steve. Is going to be a draw, but I think it's that last on match of the day 
nil-nil for me. I think that's going to be the most boring game of the weekend. And that sounds something when Forrest are hosting Brentford. Um, <laughs> Anthony, you know I'm joking, Luke. Anthony's gone 3-2 to Brighton. He's, he thinks there's going to be a goal fest. Uh, and Luke has gone 1-0 to Brighton. So nobody's holding out much hope for Wolves. Um, now then, Steve, I, I'm almost scared to come and ask you this because you actually nailed it 1-0, three points to, 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 to Man City last week and got three points in this league, three points in the Xboxes league. I'm just going to copy whatever you go for. Everton, <laughs> Leicester City. Which way do you see it go? It's at Everton. And I've got Elton Wellsby coming on on Thursday to talk about the game. And as he always says, you know, literally is the 12th man, you know, when they play at home. Um, but Frank Lampard's still there. Yeah. Um, I think you look at Everton now and you've got to look at Everton as though you're watching Chelsea. I think uh, when Frank was in charge of Chelsea, it was um, strong from the back, strong from the midfield. But then they started to... Uh, lose it when they got up front or near the box. And I think Everton have got the same the same problem at the moment. <coughs> He's making them a bit more solid at the back. The passion got a lot of possession in that. But when they get, you know, towards the 18-yard area of the opposition, I don't think, you know, they cause too many four problems. Goals in the, four goals in the last five games and they got, they came in two games. Yeah, but, you know, I've got to go for the reverse psychology. You know, Leicester, They've got to be happy with the result and the way player, players have played lately. I think uh, Tielemans is now, you've seen him coming back to a bit like his old self. I think he's, you know, um, he's got over all the shock and all the, the bad things said about him. Mm. And uh, I think a few of the players like can see light at the end of the tunnel, but they have to apply it. And it's one of these games where I don't think it's going to be a high-scoring game. So, I'm going to go for a 1-0 Everton win. Oh. That's with oh. the reverse psychology, that is. I, I don't Well, you, you said that last week. <laughs> you got it right. Um, <laughs> I think this. <laughs> <laughs> You've got to have one of those. I'm going to vote. You've got to have one of those, I'm afraid. Right, 1-0 to Everton. Uh, Brad? Frank is still there. Brendan is still there. Um, I don't think this is going to be El Sacchio now. I think they're both you know, there at least until post-World Cup. Um, Everton in 12th, but they drew 0-0 with Fulham in the dire game last week. But they did beat Palace. They lost to Newcastle 1-0. They lost to Tottenham and they lost to Manchester United. You know what we've done... Um, Who's going to come out on top, Frank or Brendan? Brendan's going to come out on top because Frank Lampard is a shite manager. <laughs> I, was, I was just waiting for this. It was like there's certain uh, things in life that you know, like Steve going for whoever's playing Arsenal to beat them, Steve going for whoever's playing Tottenham, you hating Frank Lampard. It was just, it was a clock ticking. I was just waiting then, Brad. Yeah, Frank Lampard is not, he's not, you know, he's actually insulting to call him a bang average manager because bang average managers are pretty deep, you know, can hold their own in this division. Mm. Frank Lampard has taken Everton back to the late 
late 90s, mid 2000s sort of era because he's going to have them, thankfully, looking over the shoulder going, well, at least there's four teams worse than us. And that's going to happen. It happened last season and it's happening in the same way this season. Every so often they get a lucky win under him and all of a sudden it's sunshine and roses and then they lose three on the bounce or don't win in five. And it'll start here. It'll it'll go here. That well, well done. You had your little pocket window where you picked up some points. Frank Lampard's terrible manager. And, and James, this is nothing against your club if he's in tonight, but it's just, Leicester are going to win 3 0. 3 0. Good man. Okay. Now, apparently, today I was reading. Um, the Arsenal want Tielemans in January, and Leicester is saying we're not selling him. He's going to stay till the end of the season, even if we lose all the money on him, which obviously we will do. Uh, and I can understand them doing that because I think he is probably our best chance of actually <laughs> finishing anywhere half decent if he keeps on the form that he's on. Uh, we've got two games. I can't believe I'm saying it. we've got two games to the World Cup. We've got Everton and then we've got West Ham. I think West Ham are at home, uh, or we're at home to West Ham, I should say. Um, we've we've done the hard work, and we've you know we've we've seen against Palace that you know we we, we was a nil nil Forest a few weeks before that, of course, and we you know we've we've beaten the teams that were around us, and I include Everton as one of those teams that we we need to be beating and. If we lose this and then probably lose against West Ham, I can't see us getting six points, but this is the winnable of the two games for me. And if we don't, I'm you know, going into that World Cup, I don't want to be in the bottom three going into the World Cup. Do you get does that make sense? Yeah. <laughs> I don't I want, think anyone does really, do they? No, no. I want to be, I want to be. Uh, you know, out of it. And I think we need to win this, and I think we will. I think Danny Ward and everybody who said what, you know, he was the worst goalkeeper, you know, this side of, um, you know, Kalich, um, I think I hope you're eating your words because, you know, he commands that area now. And he's obviously been doing some work with the set piece coach. They've been working on, they've got to have been working on corners because I say 19 corners last season, we'd have, we'd have conceded 10 goals, you know. Yeah. Um, but he is, he's coming out, he's shouting. I don't think Everton, I think they're going to miss fire again. So I'm going to go nil to Everton. I'm going to go two to, to Leicester. I'm going to go two nil to Leicester. Um, uh, we, we, have to, we have to keep this form going. Um, do we do Brighton? I, I, I read the Brighton ones out, I think. Yeah, Brighton. Yeah, nil-nil. Everton nil, Leicester nil. Um, probably a bit of uh, retaliation there, Luke. He's in! I was mentioning his name earlier, and he is, he's in. Uh, two job, Doug. Good evening, sir. <laughs> How the devil are you? Welcome along. Um, I, I, at least when I'm doing the match with you at the weekend, we're not uh, we're watching Spurs, so I don't care about that one. Uh, and of course, I'm doing the watch along with you tomorrow for Madrid. Whoever Madrid are playing, I can't remember. Um, but now I've gone two 0 Terry uh, may as well keep Tielemans. Twenty six mil will not get as much if we try to replace him in January. And I tell you what, twenty six. I think it'll possibly cost us more than twenty six mil if we go down. So I can understand why they want to keep him. 
Doug's catching up with us here. He's gone Leeds 2, Bournemouth 1, uh, Man City 3, Fulham 1, Forest 1, Brentford 1, Wolves 0, Brighton 2, and Everton uh, 1, Leicester 2. Oh, it's Celtic. Actually, yes, go Celtic. I'm looking forward to that. Come on, Madrid. <laughs> I jest. I jest. Now then, Steve, how many of Chelsea are you going to get against Arsenal? Let's just go straight for the uh, <laughs> straight for the jugular. You can't you can't go for another Arsenal win. That'd be three this season. <laughs> no, I've told you, I just don't want Man City to run away with it. Mm. Um I'm not getting to like Arsenal, but it's a London derby. Uh, Chelsea, it's it's one of them you can't predict, can you? No. Um, so I'm going to go for a 2 2 draw. You're going to go for the old Desmond. Yeah. Right. Um, Brad, is Potter's wow. magic wearing off at uh, Chelsea? No, no, no. jokes will be still doing those in years to come but uh, I think that was more just a little bit of age and Potter wasn't it it was more like that. sorry for leaving you in the shite and taking some of your best players and selling everybody and then fucking off yeah. um, see the, the problem is, is 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 you're just waiting for you aren't you just, just wait for Arsenal to die off in the title fight, and they're not doing it to be fair to them. They're really showing the resolute, they're being merciless when they need to be. Um, but I'm sure there's some Arsenal fan ones, I'm sure there's still a group of artists or artists out there, um, which is baffling beyond belief. Um, and I think they get a, I think they'll get a point here. I think Chelsea will want to put that embarrassing scoreline defeat to Brighton behind them. Um, and I'm going one all. You're going one all, right? Two draws. Oh, 11. There we go. One all. I, Anthony's in and he's gonna, he's gonna love this, but I think Arsenal, whether they can win it or not, I don't know. Somebody was saying the other day that they thought they wouldn't because of the size of their squad compared to Manchester City. But look at Leicester when we went and went and won it, we had hardly any injuries that season. Um, and if they did, they were they were very quickly back. Um, so it's it's you don't need a big squad if you're not going to get the injuries. I like the way Arsenal are playing, not just because they beat Forest 5 0. I've I've been an Arteta fan, you know that. I've been the argument that they should stick with him, and he's he's got rid of the troublemakers, he's got rid of the you know the big voices in the dressing room. I say this every week, but long as Steve says, long may it continue. You know, because I'm fed up with Man City winning it year in year. If we we're not we're turning into Scotland here. <laughs> it's a case of like how many will they win by rather than who will win it. So come on, Arsenal, keep it up. And I think Chelsea are going to go through a bit of a bad patch. Um, and whether I think yeah, I think Potter may have bitten off more than he can chew. Um, I'm going to go. I'm actually going to go 3-1 to Arsenal. Um, and hopefully they will do that and keep Manchester City uh, off off the top spot. Um, Anthony, who is an Arsenal fan, or well, first of all, well done, Doug. Liverpool have scored. Of course, they've bloody score. You know, they're going to win the game because I'm not watching it with you. <laughs> but 
Anthony's only gone for a draw. I'm surprised Anthony's gone 2-2. Uh, but Luke has gone 4-0 Arsenal. Wow, 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 wow. Um, two job has gone 3-1 to Arsenal. He's agreeing with myself. Uh, and Terry, it's a good point. Arsenal's bubble got to pop sometime. So why not against Chelsea? Chelsea to win by the odd goal. Yeah, I mean, they've, they've, they've lost one this season, Arsenal. But, you know... the do another one, I guess you could say. Uh, their squad has no depth compared Man City. Yes, they've got a strong start 11, but can't say anything after that. But like I say, like I say, Luke, when we when we won we won that behind me there, the Premier League, you know, we, we didn't get that many injuries at all. We we really didn't. So it's how you look after your players. Um Steve, Unai Emery is back. He'll be taking his first game. He's taking training this week. Um, Manchester United, I just wish they would do something with Ronaldo. You know, he's making Fafana look like a well-behaved you know, school kid. I mean, what the hell is Ronaldo? He doesn't want to be there because it's all about Ronaldo. He wants to be at a club that can win him something. And obviously, Man United are in that rebuild at the moment. Um was it you, Brad, that said that? Uh, no, I don't think it was. I think it might have been Dave that said that Manchester City he probably didn't want him, and that's why he ended up at Manchester United. But he's got a tough job on his hand. He's doing all right, Eric. You know, to say that they're in the middle of this rebuild, that they're still in the in the top there. Um, new manager bounce. I think going on to um, the Ronaldo. I think. Um... Over the years, it's always been who's the better player, Messi or Ronaldo. And uh, you go, Messi is a born natural footballer, whereas Ronaldo was a man-made footballer. And I think now, coming towards the end of the careers, you can see that gap massively now. You can see how Messi's performing in France. He's still doing what he usually does. Ronaldo, honest to God, the respect for the guy and what he's done should be shown by everybody, but he's got to realise himself now. He's not sharp. He's not sharp in the mind. He's not sharp in the body. He should just give up now and, and you know go go with some grace. And I think um, he'd still be the same if he went to another club. I don't think the problem is mostly with Martin White. I think it's that you know he's coming to. He's, he's got to start thinking. He's coming towards the end now. He's not as sharp. He, you know, you you've seen him have in the last three or four games chances and chances and chances that would he would have put away, but he's not. Mm-hmm. So I think it, you know he can't keep on blaming Man United. He can't blame the players that that are with him. He's got to take a long look at himself and say, "Time's catching up with him." And then you know, and to me now the big thing with the Messi and Ronaldo is it's proved itself towards the end now that one's a god and one's a man-made footballer. But then on the yeah. Villa side of it now, are Villa going to struggle because they've got a new manager? They've got new things to adapt to. Are they going back to stage one where they were when uh, Gerard, Gerard come? Is it going to be a quick fix and get a good win? Or are they going to stay where they are? I can't see them having a quick fix straight away. Um, so I think Man U are going to win this 2 now. Right, wow. Okay. I mean, Doug, I saw the um, United-West Ham game. Well, it was on. I wasn't 
sort of following it intensely. But I'm, <laughs> to me, Ronaldo, there were so many chances. Yes, they won the game, but there were so many chances he had where he could possibly have put somebody else through and he, and he was taking shots and, and he, he, he couldn't have scored in a bottle. It literally was one of those nights. But he is not do he wants to leave, but he's not doing what Tielemans is doing, he's doing what Fafana's doing. I don't know, I'll ask Doug. Sorry, <laughs> did I say? Yeah, you call me Doug. Did I? <laughs> and I only bring it, I, 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 I want to let it slide, but you know the joke on the Fridays with the Harry in there. Because <laughs> I was reading uh, a comment by him, that's why. I'm old. Yeah, right. yeah. I'm old, my memory's going. I'm going to wish you name badges. <laughs> yeah, I mean, you said it there. Someone said to you about maybe he didn't choose Man City, he just had nowhere to go, and that's why he went Manchester United. Yeah, I mean, from look, I agree with Steve in terms of what he's done for his career. Fantastic, can't knock him for it. Wouldn't slate him in, in, in his ability, any way, shape, or form. But make no one wanted you. Stop being desperate. Stop being desperate because if the only team that actually wanted you, you know, was Manchester United, that's great for nostalgia, and that's that's about it. Because right now you're just being a, you're just making a twat out of yourself. Ronaldo's making a twat out of himself. Of course, he won't care. He couldn't give a rat's <laughs> ass. I don't like mm. his personality. Never had. I don't like the, the arrogance because he never had it as a kid. That's coming to him from somewhere because apparently when he first joined, he was really shy and everything. And, and, and I don't, don't as a person, not my, I wouldn't, wouldn't care to meet him. I wouldn't get freaked out like some people do meeting him. It would bother me. Um, Unfortunately, I didn't start the sentence correctly, Chris, because I didn't start it with, first of all, good evening, because he's, he's finally taking charge of another Premiership game. Uh, <laughs> in I am returns, and yeah. Aston Villa, what's going on? Because didn't they get beat 4-0 at the weekend, Chris? They did. They 4-0 the previous weekend. Yeah. I don't, I don't know if you've ever seen The Hunchback in Notre Dame, but there's a scene in it where an old man's been shackled up for ages and he finally gets free and he, he goes, I'm free, I'm free, and then he falls into another set. I bet that's how Villa fans must feel. Because they're finally free of Steven Gerrard, the players. They go and put on a performance like that and then the new manager sits and watches them and they lose 4-0. So mm. I, I thought I'd be kind to them in this game and say they're only going to lose 2-0. You're going to go 2-0 as well. I did actually try to watch that film, but I had a power cut halfway through it. I did, I really got the hump. Oh. Okay. <laughs> Come on. <laughs> Come on. There we go. Joke for every occasion here. No. 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 Okay. Okay. Um, but uh, he, 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 went, he went and had a drink. You know what his favourite drink is? Bells. Right, here we go. I'll move on. I'll move on. <laughs> Newcastle beat them 4-0 last week, like you say, Villa. But they beat Brentford 4-0. They lost to Fulham 3-0. They lost to Chelsea 2-0. Uh, and they drew with Forest 1-1. Man United, I mean, how often, as I said, does, does, does Eric need to kiss Ronaldo's arse? And what's it saying to the other players? Yeah, you can act like a dick and I'll still pick you. You know, and it is all about him. It's not about the team. Like I say, you know, they'd be better. I, I don't think I speak to many Man United fans that actually don't want him gone. You know, Maisie can't wait for him to go. Um, but 
Eric's doing something there. He's turning it round. Um, like I say, the satin fifth at the moment, I didn't think they'd be that high this season. I thought it'd take them a bit longer. I think they'd be better off without Ronaldo. Uh, but they're a hit and miss, Man United. I mean, they beat Everton 2-1. They drew 0-0 with Newcastle. They beat Tottenham. They drew with Chelsea. They beat West Ham. But I just think I, I, you've got to take into account that, that new manager bounce. And I think Villa are going to be up for this. With it being at home, uh, and I think they'll get a point. I'm going 1-1 one, one. Um, on this one. Okay. Um, Aston Villa 1-1 one, one again. Anthony's agreed with me. And True Red has agreed with me as well. They've both gone 1-1 one, one as well. And Anthony has said, uh, Nottingham Forest 10, <laughs> Chris Jokes nil. How dare you, sir? After I was so nice to Arsenal as well. Hope they get stuff now. <laughs> <laughs> Talking of Anthony, his other team, Southampton, are hosting Newcastle United. Steve, I said this the other week. Why are Southampton there? I mean, you know, I can't they just either make a decent challenge or bugger off and go down to the championship for a couple of seasons because they're neither use nor the ornament. They're like they're like Wigan were for, for years. They're just like a, a bad smell hovering because they, they, they're not going to win anything and they're probably not going to go down. Can't say much about Southampton. Um, you know, you've hit the nail on the head. You don't know which Southampton turns up. Um all I can talk about is Newcastle United. Absolutely. Yeah. Fresh breath. Breath of fresh air. Absolutely love them at the moment. They've gone through uh, what Leicester were uh, Leicester going through. Uh, they didn't think it was the right manager at the time. All the players were crap. But if you look at the Newcastle team now, it's still the same players in the team now that was there when you first got there. But wow, what a change in every one of them. Mm-hmm. Uh you can see goals coming from all over the pitch. You can see every player defending when they've got to defend. They're nice and refreshing to watch, and I think it's great. And, you know, they're my second favourite team in the league. So, can't yeah. say much about Southampton. Newcastle, love them to bits. Hope they carry on with the way they're going. And I'm going for a 3-0 Newcastle win. 3-0 to Newcastle. Right. Uh, Brad, are you in agreement? Pretty much, yeah. I mean, I'm, I'm in agreement with Steve about Newcastle. I'm in agreement with you about Southampton. I'm like a Burnley or a Sunderland of years gone by. And I know that's like swearing at Newcastle fans, so I do apologise. But they caused the stink. They stayed around. They became a bit of a team that you go just either go down or improve, like you said. And I, I think this is another game. I don't know why. I've got a sneaky feeling that Saints will upset the odds a little bit. Maybe a free kick from um, James, James Ward-Prowse. But I've gone three one to Newcastle for that reason. Okay, you've gone three one. Yeah, I mean, I mean, I know they beat us, like you say. Um, I just, I, 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 I don't know. Like I said, I can't describe Southampton. I'm just thinking, like you say, why they lost to Palace, they drew with Arsenal, they beat Bournemouth. In the South Coast Derby, they drew with West Ham. They lost to Man City. Newcastle, I love them to bits. Um, you know, you can argue 
and you can put a very good argument up for you know that the, the the money that they've got isn't you know decent money blah 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 i'm sure newcastle fans at the end of the day yeah okay maybe you know, <laughs> they'll give it a thought but it, i don't think it will bother them as at the end of the day with, with all of us foreign owners we really don't know where that money is, is coming from um you know even the americans so i like newcastle they haven't spent like, you know, they've not gone out and just said, right, we want Messi, we want Ronaldo and, and, and that. Uh, and the manager they've got, I'm, I'm, I'm eating my words because, you know, I, I like him, as you know, because what he did down here at Bournemouth. He, I thought, was going to be going in and would be like a stopgap. You know, I would, but I would love Newcastle United to break that you know, glass ceiling this season. I honestly think they're going to end up in Europe. I predicted them to maybe finish seventh. Um, I'd love to see him in the Champions League. And why not? You know, he, he's doing so well, uh, Eddie Howe. Uh, there's no reason why they can't. Um, they put four past Villa. They beat Tottenham. Uh, they beat Everton. They held Man United 0-0 at Old Trafford. They put five past Brentford. Joy to watch. Um, and as I said, I'd love them to go on. I'd love it, love it for them to go on and get into into the Champions League. Um, I, I, I just you just don't know what Southampton's going to turn up. But you know what? Let's have a look. Did Southampton? What Southampton like? No, we don't score that. They've, they've, mm. I tell you what, I'm, I'm actually going to go um, five-one to Newcastle. I think Newcastle are going to go absolutely enjoy themselves. Like you say, Southampton might get a shock early goal, Brad, um, but and, I, and I'd love to see them do that, Newcastle. I really, really would. Um, Southampton nil, Newcastle two. Says Luke. Uh, Anthony's gone for two-two. Uh, Desmond and Liverpool have won 2 0. Well done, Liverpool. Took you left it late, but um, you see, see, Doug, two job, Doug. You can win, you can win when you want to. There's nothing against the teams we want you to win by. Um, Tottenham is still drawing 1 1 uh, out there. Uh, Rangers are losing 3 1 to Ajax. What a shame. Um, Munich are beating Milan 2 0. Uh, they all come well. That they've beaten Milan 2 0. The only game still going on is um, the oh, Tottenham have just scored. Oh, Marseille won Tottenham 2 in the 95th minute. I don't know, it's all right, guys. Don't worry, VAR will rule we'll it out. Uh, <laughs> can't rely on the French for everything, can anything, can you? Yo, you can't. <laughs> Can you imagine? Can you imagine Steve, if VAR was to rule that out again for them? I would love it. Nah, love she's it. finished. They've won two one. Oh, it's yeah. it all yet. It is all over. Bloody hell! VAR, where is it when you really, really need it? Um, London Derby, Steve. Um, <laughs> TM. I'm sorry. I was in. I was enjoying a laugh at your club's expense, and why not? Uh, you do, you know, you know, we have the banter with Tottenham. We're still waiting for you, by the way. We're still waiting for you. Um, but you do, you do like a 98th minute goal, don't you? Um, oh, Bristol City, Anthony's third team are losing. 
Um, West Ham, uh, up and down season, Steve, but they're doing well in Europe against Palace, who are really struggling this season. Funny team, Palace. Um, you seem to think beginning of the season, whatever, or the end of last season, he was getting things right, but mm. they're not progressing, they're not progressing, they're not getting any better, but they're not getting any worse. Sometimes, you know, they play well, sometimes they say play bad. So it's another one where you can't predict which Palace team is going to turn up. Um, I can't see them changing what they're doing, and I don't think they've got a plan B. I think they just keep on playing, the, or they will keep on playing the way they are. West Ham, solid last year, ups and downs. But I can see West Ham coming away with this one. And I think it'll, it's going to be close, but I think it'll be 1-0 to West Ham. 1-0 to West Ham. Um, Sunday, Saturday, 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 have a look at them. I mean, West Ham lost to Man United. Um, you could argue that they were unlucky. They beat Bournemouth 2-0. They lost to Liverpool. West Ham, how did you lose to Liverpool? Nobody loses to Liverpool at the moment. What the hell? Uh, they drew with um, Southampton, um, but they beat Fulham. Uh, Palace managed to beat Southampton. Lost to Everton. What the hell? Uh, but they beat Wolves, they drew obviously nil-nil with us, uh, and they beat Leeds 2-1. So they're beating the teams they need to beat, and they're sat in 10th. But they are flattering to deceive Palace, aren't they? And West Ham, maybe they're going to have a season like we did last year, where they're struggling with the Premier League and the um, and Europe at the same time. Yeah, but Palace is just... Palace, aren't they? They need investment. That's what Palace really need. Or they need to sell a couple of players for and bring in a lot of money from these two sales because they just they're a bit stale, aren't they? They're they never mm. then they're, they're not like Southampton and teams like that where they're four tickets. But you do feel a bit bored of them being that nowhere team, don't you? And every time we like you said, Chris, we think Vieira's turned the corner with and got better. I think he just needs a better quality of players there. And that that's what these teams need. The teams that we've mentioned in this sort of category, they're going to need either a big investment, maybe a takeover or, or some kind, or their own current owners being able to dip into their own pocket and put into a couple of bit more. Um, because they're getting a bit stale. And for that reason, West Ham have been brilliant. They've had a slow start considering the squad they've got and their and the talent that's on there on paper. But I just got a funny feeling that West Ham are going to do this, and I'm going to go West Ham to Crystal Palace nil. You're going to go 2-0. Okay. Um, yeah, I mean, West Ham are sat in 13th. They've won four, but they've lost seven. They've only won two of the last five. Palace are up there in 10th, uh, and they've got the proverbial 4-4-4. Because uh, they've only played, they played one game less, and they've won three um, in the last five. Like, I mean, Palace to me are like Southampton B again. You know why are they there? You know, either have a go and get into Europe, or you know, don't. I, I, I can see it being a West Ham win. I've got to go for a West Ham win. 
Um, I'm going to go 2-1. I'll split it between the pair of you. I'm going to go 2-1 on that. Uh, let's have a look here. Uh, Anthony's gone. Uh, oh, we're in advance of ourselves. He's gone Palace 2-1. Um, and nobody else has gone for the Palace West Ham score. Oh, no, they have true. Luke's gone here. West Ham 1, Crystal Palace 3. Um, the fourth and final game on TV, Saturday night, there's only the one game, which is ourselves, Everton-Liverpool. Early kickoff on Sunday, Chelsea-Arsenal. Midday, well, mid-afternoon, Southampton hosting Newcastle is on Sky. And then Tottenham-Liverpool is on the uh, telly as well. Um, two teams that, in all honesty, um, Steve, neither of them are in the best of form at the moment. Good. Um, I wanted to stay that way, but tomorrow for that game only, I want Liverpool to, Liverpool to improve how they've been doing. Um, got nothing to say about Tottenham. Um, just help Liverpool win 2 1. Succinctly put, as always. Um, uh, <laughs> it's like it's like you know it's going to rain tomorrow. You know, you know Steve's going to go against Tottenham, even if he's mellowing towards Arsenal. He's sticking out there with Tottenham. Uh, Brad, um, again, you're not you're not the biggest Tottenham fan out there, um, but Liverpool have been dire just recently, haven't they? Yeah, it's 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 a weird one to call, isn't it? Because it's literally weirdly will depend for me on which Spurs turns up. Is it going to be Conte's Spurs that fights their death and keep going? Or is it going to be Spursy Spurs, which is the team that goes and slips on a big old banana skin when they play? Um, and Liverpool are just meh. I mean, yeah, they beat, they beat uh, Napoli 2-0. But they also beat Rangers, who were a farmer Sunday league <laughs> side. 7-1, so winning in, in, in Europe and trying to get the balance into the league doesn't always work. Mm. And honestly, if you'd have asked me to make these predictions before the season started, I'd easily go for a Liverpool win, but I'm actually yeah. going to... can't believe I'm saying this, but I'm actually going to go for a Tottenham win. And I think it's going to get worse before it gets better at Liverpool. I'm mm. going Tottenham 3, Liverpool 1. 3-1. OK, well, um, it has... It has been dire. I've had to, like I say, sit through the two games. Um, the missing Mane. They just, you know, they they sold the wrong centre forward. I think it's quite possible. I mean, you know, I was watching. Uh, I think it was Leeds the, the second game, and Salah was in the box, and it was could have been Forest, but there was five defenders in the box and Salah, and they're pumping a long ball into the box again. And it's like, I ain't going to work Liverpool. <laughs> you know what I mean? Come on. You know, there's only one player you've got in there. Uh, and they've just, they're just not been able to hit the target. I mean, Tottenham came back well against Bournemouth. I mean, you know, that was a good fight back. They were 2-0 down. Uh, but they lost to um, Newcastle. They lost to Man United. They did beat Everton. Sorry, Rico. I know you just popped in. And they managed to beat Brighton. Liverpool... <sighs> Lost to Leeds, lost to Forest. I mean, you know, you would never have seen that coming. They only managed to beat West Ham 1-0. Uh, but then they produced the, the 
probably the game of the season in beating Manchester City 1-0, but they lost to Arsenal 3-2. There the, the natives are getting restless in old Scouse land. And there's a lot of people saying, um, you know, questioning, you know, Klopp. I mean, Doug and a lot of Liverpool fans are, are, are totally Klopp lovers, but there are people that are starting to say maybe. Seven, they're, they're actually calling it seventh season syndrome. <laughs> They've always got to have a season for it, Liverpool, haven't they? It was third with Brendan, it's seventh with uh, with with Jurgen. But they both had morale-boosting wins in Europe tonight. I am going to go for my first one this evening. Uh, I think there's going to be goals. I can't believe I'm saying that with Liverpool. No, I'm actually going to change my mind. I'm actually going to change my mind. I was going to go for a Desmond then, but then I've realised that Liverpool don't know that they're supposed to get the ball inside those, you know, three white uh, pieces of wood. So I'm going to go for a 1-1. I don't think it'll be a 2-2. Uh, I'm going to go for a 1-1. So there we have it, guys. Um, let's just catch up. Liverpool 2-1, says Anthony. Um, West Ham beat Liverpool. I think you get your games mixed up there. Rico, like I in. Good evening, sir. Steve, thank you for prediction. I will go 2-1 to Everton. Rico, 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 Rico. You should be a Coventry fan with that name. But, I mean, I'm, I, I will let it go this once. I will let it go this once. Spurs are going to win 2-0, says Luke. Uh, Son injured um, tonight, doubt for Liverpool game. Um, so he's going to go 2-0 to Liverpool. It is, isn't it? I mean, you know, we, we saw Son when he came on against Leicester. <laughs> you know, he can change it. But there we go. Those are the score predictions. Leeds, Bournemouth. Um, a win for Leeds, uh, says myself and Steve. Brad been drinking the old falling down juice and thinks Bournemouth will get a 3-0 win there. Uh, we've all gone in some form or another Manchester City to beat Fulham. Again, Brad thinks he's going to be number one on match of the day with six goals. It'd be a nice game if it is, Brad. Let's fingers crossed hope so. Forrest Brentford, Steve. If you weren't Steve Linex, I tell you what, mate, you wouldn't be back this week. I'm sorry. <laughs> um, I'm not even going to say that, but uh, sensible Brad and myself have gone for Brentford wins. Uh, Wolves, Brighton, probably we think this is going to be the most boring game of the weekend. Uh, 1 1 and a 0 0, but a 2 0 win for Brighton, says Brad. Everton, Chelsea, real well. You know, I'm, let, I'm letting these things slide. I hope you realize this, Steve. Um, and then 3 0 and 2 0 for Leicester, uh, from Brad and myself. Uh, two draws, Chelsea, Arsenal, but I've gone for an Arsenal win. Uh, Villa United, two two nils there for Man United. I've gone for the 1 1. Uh, Southampton, Newcastle. I think there'll be goals in this one. 3 0 to Newcastle, says Steve. 3 1 and 5 1 to Newcastle, say Brad and me. Southampton, just you might as well stay on the south coast. It's a long journey. Don't bother. Uh, West Ham uh, are going to beat Crystal Palace. We all agree on that one. We've agreed on one. West Ham are going to beat Crystal Palace. Um, and then Tottenham Hotspur, you yet yeah, we've, we've, we've a complete split there. One home, one away, and one draw. So there we go. That is it. Um, oh, and as always, Anthony, I, I think I think Anthony's getting a man crush on you here, Steve. He always <laughs> in with a question for you. 
at the end. Um, but happy to ask, happy to ask you, uh, what team you played for was the best days of your career and why? Uh, not saying it because we're on the channel, mate, but it's Leicester City, uh, far but none. Um, the people in it, the fans, um, the culture, uh, everything was top class. Um, no big stars at the time, everybody. Uh, work for each other. I think football was played the way it should have been played in the eighties, and um, never regret a day. Well, the only day I regretted was Brian Hamilton when he took over, and uh, he was a waste of space, and that's why he, he got rid of me. But other than that, second to none, Leicester City. I had a feeling you were going to say that. That is the correct answer. You are tonight's winner. <laughs> Brad, you are the weakest link. Goodbye. <laughs> Thanks, Brad. As always, Steve, thank you so much for coming on. Really appreciate your time on this. You're gonna have a few weeks off soon when we get when we get in the World Cup, but uh we will see you next week for the last one. But I can't again, I can't believe I'm saying it. The last one before the World Cup. Yeah, I can't wait for all the excuses for when the World Cup's over um, or out. The players are tired and the heat's going to take a lot out of them. Uh, so it'll be interesting for the, the top teams and, the, you know, what excuses they come, come up with between them. And the I'm actually, during the World Cup, I'm going to miss, I think, two quarterfinals because I am in London see my daughter i'm going to go and see abba voyage on the uh saturday and on the sunday i'm going to winter wonderland and you know what i'm not bothered about missing the world cup that's how sort of i'm like england are just like Nuh, at the moment aren't they they're not uh, they're not giving us much to cheer but uh, they're gonna do they're gonna do what they usually do you know you you're gonna storm the uh the league they're in and then when they come for the knockouts it's gonna be same old same old and yeah. then the knockout stages, we'll be playing seven right-backs like we usually do. So, <laughs> All I yeah. hope is, whatever you do, Gareth, please beat Wales. That's the only <laughs> thing I'm asking. <laughs> please beat Wales. There we go. Let's get in the World Cup mood. Steve, hopefully be able to see you next week before the World Cup yep. starts. Thank you, yep. as always, sir. Take care. All the best to you and your family. Yeah, so loved nice. it. Thank you. Good night, guys. Thank you. And well done last week on winning. Last week. Cheers, mate. Up, upwards <laughs> and onwards. <laughs> <laughs> Take care, buddy. Cheers. Thank you. Uh, thanks to Steve. He did well last week. Oops, let me just get rid of that. Uh, how, how did you do again last week, Brad? Uh, well enough to keep me top. <laughs> Fair enough. Fair enough. Brad, thank you so much. Um, you're on tomorrow night um, on your channel, uh, Top 10 Battles. I know you're looking at defences. Get over there. Don't watch it live because I want you to be on here. We've got a quiz on here at 9 o'clock. So watch oh, it. don't worry. Actually, it's Thursday, so you can watch your quiz here. Ah, you you're on Thursday. I forgot as well to tell you. Date changed. Ah, still down. don't watch it on Thursday because we're doing the, pre the preview show <laughs> Everton on Thursday. But... <laughs> But do do make sure you subscribe to Top 10 Battles. That way you'll get the notification if you click the notification bell of when Brad's going live. And then you can always go and watch that afterwards or watch us afterwards, whichever way you want to do it. At Full Time Focus, 
both of those links well not the, the focus but the uh, top 10 battle link is in the description below uh i will see you on all all over the weekend to be honest with you because um we've got question time on the friday yeah yeah we have um are we also are we doing a press conference this week are we squeeze that we may we may well do i've got a new cleaner on thursday but i think she'll be gone by then so uh i haven't we haven't done a press conference for a while so yeah let, let, let's no. do a press conference i mean to, to be fair the man city one was about harland and about about the tactics it wasn't much special there wasn't i'll be honest we were bringing grass stores to think to, to, to talk about last week because it was just about man city it took the focus it wasn't really about the squad in general yeah no so, I, I can guess that to be honest with you yeah um, i think we all expected a press conference like that especially with harm did, 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 i mean did the press think they turned up to the wrong city or what maybe maybe yeah. I don't know. We'll, we'll do that if you're if you're free, sir. We'll do that at seven o'clock on uh, on Thursday. Uh, yeah, that that should be fine to do on Thursday. Well, we've both got to be away for nine o'clock, haven't we? Because we both got yes. shows at nine, so yes. it will keep us in check. We won't go. We won't be talking. So yeah, we haven't done one of those. We'll do that on Thursday, and then, like I say, whether you can watch me and record Brad or watch Brad and record me. Nine o'clock, the two shows. Brad, thanks very much for coming on, mate. <sighs> Sorry you had a bad week last week. Uh, uh, it's, it's, it's all right. I'll just have to outdo you this week, mate, won't I? And and guys, you can you could watch you could watch Chris on your phone, right, and listen to the quiz, and you could just watch one in the corner on your TV. Get enough on, stream on the tablet. Get us both alongside each other. So you true. can answer questions and you can give me your list. You can have us both. You can enjoy us both. In two separate locations, and you could split screen it. That that's the other. You could, thing. you could, Chris, you could. And See? before I go, just to mention again, we are calling um, Doug to job Doug because obviously he's lost to Leeds and Forest for us. But of course, we've got to call him one point Brad. It's time for the smug face. <laughs> Sorry, mate. I'll let you have your moment, mate. It's well earned. It's well earned. You did well. I, I am getting, I am getting in while I can because I know no, this won't last. I'm, I'm just waiting for the day that St Steve has, has a nervous breakdown and forgets to go against everybody, and all his results are coming. And he gets zero. <laughs> it's the only hope now to regain that. But well, I've been waiting for the day when he wins one week, and that happened last week. So well done, Steve. Yeah, that. first time he's won a week, and he's actually turned up. Talk about this. <laughs> I'm going to start calling him Arthur. <laughs> <laughs> anyway mate thanks very much and no, i will see you thursday at uh, nine o'clock the quiz tomorrow join us it's homer away and it is uh i've forgotten it is bournemouth against leeds oh dire <laughs> i could try and get him on but um <laughs> all right mate take care thanks very much take care mate yes bye-bye Check him out, like I say, Thursday, 9 o'clock, uh, top 10 battles. Record it and watch us, or watch us and record that, whichever way you want to go around. Uh, but tomorrow, yep, tomorrow, 9 o'clock, we have got the quiz, the big fat football quiz. And it's uh, Carl, who's the Leeds United fan, is going to be taking on Craig, who is the Bournemouth fan. And I have got some really good questions for them. 
Um, and then don't forget, we've got the World Cup coming up. There I am, all regaled, ready and uh, to go. And um, Thursday, two weeks' time, Thursday the 17th of November, 9 o'clock, I'll be joined by Doug when we'll be doing the World Cup shirt show where we'll be looking at the home kit and the away kits. And I know we've already done it on Doug's channel, um, but it's worth doing again. It's a laugh, and I've changed my it's in November, which is the Friday, again, 9 o'clock for both of these shows. It's the World Cup Quiz Home Nations Special. Scotland, England, Northern Ireland and Wales will be fighting it out. Um, and that is uh, two World Cup specials. Um, can't wait. I know. I know, Rika. I mean, here we are. We're in November, I guess, but clocks have gone back. It's dark now at lunchtime well it's lunchtime when i wake up you know uh, chris on your radio who was christian fuchs again christian spooks he was the left back christian spooks um and the true red says uh chris never passes an opportunity by so what do you expect i know it's i'm on iron tablets so you'd be surprised at what i pass luke you really would Right. Don't forget, talking to the radio show, uh, you can still catch them up afterwards. It's basically podcasts with music. Please, please give us a follow. Um, do you want to know where you can find us? Well, here we go. Start with Chris. Add a dash of sport, squeeze in some music, then shake, don't stir. And you've got the ultimate blend, LTID Radio. Indeed, mixcloud.com, all one words, slash Leicester till LTID radio, sorry, LTID radio, so mixcloud.com forward slash LTID radio. Please give us a follow. We're trying something different. It's a laugh and a joke, and it breaks things up because I don't play serious music. I play classics, and I play totally, utterly stupid music, and it's a laugh. Uh, so find us there, or if you can't find us there, it's www.lessuntilidie.com forward slash radio. Thank you very much to everybody who's watched. Thank you very much if you have been listening, uh, for lending me your ears. Um, and I will see you tomorrow for the quiz at nine o'clock. What else have we got? And I'll be on sorry, before that. I have past five, quarter past five-ish before kickoff. I will be on Doug's channel, Dugout, um, Dugout TV channel, where we'll be doing the Madrid Celtic watch-along. So I'm really looking forward to that. Please subscribe if you haven't already. I've lost a few today. I'm aiming for that 1.5. I've got about a week and a half to do it. Please give us, I need five. Please give us a subscribe. Take care, guys. And as I say, if you've been listening on your favourite podcast platform, Thank you very much for doing that. You can have your ears back. Uh, <laughs> and no, I'll give them a clean out as well. <laughs> as well. Good night. See you tomorrow. Thanks for watching Lester Till I Die. This is Chris saying goodbye and see you next time.
thanks for watching. This videos are tremendous. You better like them too or I'll be back. Lester Till I Die TV. They think it's all over. Sports Social Podcast Network. And there it is. That's as good as it gets on this stage. Nissan Townstar EV strikes again. It's an unstoppable van. Unstoppable. No, just fantastic. You can actually see the ProPilot technology in action. Effortless parallel parking. It moves with all the confidence that comes with a five-year warranty. And with a bench full of all-star van experts, there's real strength in depth here. That's all-star quality. Search Nissan Townstar EV and visit your local all-star van centre to see for yourself. Terms and conditions apply. Five years or 100,000 miles, whichever comes first. ProPilot is an advanced driver assist technology. Driver's responsibility to stay alert, drive safely and control vehicle at all times. This podcast is proud to be part of the TalkSport Fan Network. TalkSport. Powered by fans.